Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Raging at Sports. We are back here, episode number three of having a video um, on Spotify, just like Joe Rogan. So we went from showing Joe Rogan how to have a podcast using Anchor FM, rest in peace, Anchor FM. Um, to now being on his level. Uh, You may be wondering why I look different or sound different. Uh, The internet is currently out in my building. And when I asked, hey, when is this going to be back up? They said uh, um, the the internet company is working on it. (laughs) Verbatim. So... I probably won't have Wi-Fi for the last two weeks that I'm here. That's criminal. Which is incredible. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll start this off how we've started off the last three episodes and uh, kind of put the spotlight on moving to Spain. So uh, we've I've come to a conclusion that um, culture is a lot different here. We've understood this. We've we've been talking about this. Um, the funny thing is, um, walking around, observing people, seeing everything going on in America, when we were in health class, you guys remember health class, like in elementary school, middle school, like we did like, you know, the sex talk stuff and we did, and then we did like the drug stuff. So the one thing was like, Hey, don't smoke cigarettes or you're a fucking asshole pretty much like you're a fat fucking asshole like they'll put a picture of like some fat guy on the screen be like you want to be this guy eat mcdonald's and smoke cigarettes you fat fuck fuck you your parents smoke fuck you here they're like you don't smoke what are you a fucking asshole like seriously like they're like and it's it's not cigarettes it's cigarette like you don't smoke cigarette, fuck you. Like, I I was telling Ovi about this. And I was at a restaurant uh, just eating outside, as, as one does in Europe. And uh, I got seated next to this beautiful Swedish woman. I could tell she's Swedish just because of, like, her accent. And she was speaking Swedish on the phone. And... Like this, like seriously, like drop dead gorgeous. After her meal, whips out a cigarette right at the table, just smoking her cigarette. Orders like two more drinks, finishes those, starts smoking again. It's just like, it's different here, man. It's, if you don't smoke cigarette, fuck you. Like, that's all I can say, really. Um, everyone smokes. Like, I haven't jumped back on that wave yet, but. Um, everybody, like everybody smokes. And the crazy thing is going to these football matches, there are non-smoking sections of the stadium and there's less non-smoking sections than smoking sections. You could light up a cigarette right at the, the people just walk into the stairwell or not the stairwell, like the, the stairs and just in during the match. It's incredible. I love it. So it's not yeah, a that is wild. If, if you would start smoking cigarette, it's a matter of when. Yeah, when I start smoking cigarette again. See, I don't know. I, I did smoke a lot of cigarette 
back in the United States and I might not be into cigarette anymore, <laughs> but um, it is definitely very prevalent here. Uh, the, the Just the sitting in outside and eating and smoking, it's crazy to me. Like, it's so, like, that's hardcore. Like, they love it. They love cigarette. Yeah. They love the outdoors. Love the outdoors. They love cigarette. Um, like, really, you just can't smoke inside, but, like, people at subway stations kind of test that but i feel like that's kind of everywhere that's not just the spain thing i feel like that's yeah. a very common um feel that happens in new york a lot too yeah i mean i went the last mets game i went to at city field there are people smoking cigarettes in the bathroom so it's not too crazy but it's like you know um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, does anyone uh, anyone got anything they want to add to that or anything they want to know? I think um, I'm pretty much European now. I think you were mentioning during this dinner that maybe a Captain Jack Sparrow happened to visit your table. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that is a very big uh, big deal with uh, a lot of uh, gypsies and. Um, People not from Spain will just say, um, coming up to your table, uh, I had this guy come up to me, and I'm not going to do the accent uh, so we, I don't get canceled, but uh, he comes up to me and uh, kind of picked me out of like, a, I was just sitting at this table, and he's like 40 feet away, and he points to me and yells something. I was like, the fuck? I forgot they do this here. And uh and he goes, he gets closer and he goes, you're from Africa, man, right? And I go, me? He goes, yeah, brother, you look, you look African. I go, no. Oh, okay. And he walks over and like fist bumps me. He's like, where are you from then? I was like, the, the U.S. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, well, I want, this is for you. And he gave me like this little fucking like elf. I don't know what it was. Puts it on my table, puts it in my hand. He's like, this is for you. This is good luck. My brothers and sisters, you're, you're one of us now. Like, it's like, hey, thanks, man. And he's like, here, give me your wrist. And he put on, like, this fucking, like, second grader bracelet, like, with all the beads on it. It's, like, red, green, and white. Or red, green, and um, yellow. So I was like, oh, thanks, man. And he, like, steps away. And he's like, all right, I need money for that. And I go, uh, I... I don't need this stuff. He's like, no, 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 it's yours. Like, I need money for that. I go take. I, I literally tell him, I go take your shit back. Get out of here. I'm not. I'm, I, I don't have money. I'm not giving you money. I didn't want this shit. So, and then I had somebody. I had a gypsy that was missing an eye. Yeah, that's the, the one table. I wanted. To yeah, um, literally straight up missing an eye. Um, holding out a cup, money, and pointing to her stomach. I'm like, no, I don't have money. And then points to my food and it's just like like pointing to her. I'm like, no, get out of here. It's like a fucking like getting mad at like like a dog or something. Like, no, you can't have this. Like it's just it's it's bad in the tourist areas. It's not as bad. Just because they know they can find the the people that will that won't know how to just tell them to fuck off. Like you got people walking through 
that will just like walk up to your table and give like put flowers on the table and ask for money, put flowers in like girls' laps and be like, all right, pay me. Like fuck you. Like <laughs> that's like straight up just um it's kinda it's annoying. I KD put it perfectly. It's annoying when you're alone or when you're with like a girl on a date. But if you're there with your boys, like when you guys visit, bro, we're fucking with you. like I mean, there's no way we're not. You know yes. what I mean? Like you can't you, you you can't tell me not to fuck with something. That's like perfect. That's a free. That's like a free fuck with this person, Pat. So yeah, that's a that's a common scam overseas. Is like bracelets, for example, or necklaces. They just put it on you, and then we'll just wait. Like New York is is a good example. They have the uh, CDs. Yeah, yeah. I got I got con for a CD actually. Um, they gave me three. They autographed it, and I was like, I don't want this. I I have a dollar to give you, and they took two CDs back, um, and left me with one. For a dollar, though. For a dollar, yeah. It wasn't that shit? Bad. Was that shit heat? Uh, probably like a four, five out of ten. Not bad. So. Hagen and I, I wish Hagen was on here. Um, he has this story. Try not to told you this story. We're walking around in Brooklyn. Hagen and I were younger and we were like, we thought rap was like the coolest thing ever back then and like music and shit. And uh, these guys selling mixtapes were like fucking walking around. So Hagen, like, yo, yo, we got to get that shit. And uh, so we like run away from my parents and uh, he's like, yo, yo, you want, you want, you want my CD? You want my CD? And uh, <laughs> uh, Hagen and I obviously take it. The guy like, let me sign that for you. He like signs it, and um, he goes, "Yo, uh, we we need uh, we need we need money for that." And Hagen and I are like fucking twelve. We're like, you know, money. Like, so then my so then they're like, no, no, no. Like, I can't let you leave. Like, I already signed the CD. Like, I need I need you to pay up for that. And uh, my dad comes walking along and I was like, yo, dad, <laughs> come here. So they're like, yo, this is your dad. And they look at Eddie and they're like, yo, you're tall as fuck. You play power forward or something. And like dead serious, bro. And Hagen and I are like fucking dying laughing at that shit. And then they're like, what? And he's like, you, you're, uh, your son's wanted this, uh, my CD. Like I need you, need you to pay up. And he get, he's like, here, take a fucking $5 bill. Like my dad's from New York. He's like, fuck you. And the guy's like, nah, nah, come on, come on. I see all that money in the wallet. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Just like grabbed Hagen and I and left. He's like, don't you ever do that shit ever again. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it had some here. And it's just like, I don't know. It, it's, they're every, like, it's everywhere. Like, just people. That's the only thing that sucks about eating outside. But it's that's the only thing. It's in the tourist area. Like it doesn't really happen too much by the Bernabeu, from what I saw. Um, it's just I'm in a very tourist area right now. So yeah, um, yeah, it, it is what it is. But it's really nice. I have a casino five minute walk for me. Um, I'm gonna check it out probably tomorrow or Monday night. I just go. Uh, the Salon de Juegos. Yeah, if you're there at like, oh, um, if you're still there at eleven ish on Monday, 
um, that's when I'll be out of work. It's going to be five o'clock over here. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I, I don't know if you can use your phone in there. I don't know if they're hardos. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd like to be a part of Blackjack. I'd get you in on a couple hands? Yeah. Yeah, just, just you know, I'd, I'd right. tell you when to, when to split them, double it up, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's split tens my first time at the Spanish yeah, casino. Split, split them. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you have a six and a five. Nope. I, I know what I want. Cut them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut them up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, it, apparently it's a little different here as far as the games, but blackjack is a pretty universal thing at this point. And I know blackjack's pretty big in like Monaco and stuff. So, like, I assume that blackjack's here. I think they like slot machines and they like other games, like, they like, like, baccarat and stuff. So, yeah. That's uh, we'll see how that goes. But I will I will let you know when uh when I'm chilling there. Just be like, hey, you want in on this hand? Yeah. They're not even gonna know what fucking hit them, dude. I bet the I bet that these blackjack players are the laziest blackjack players in the world. <laughs> They'll just stay on like nines, like tens. Yeah, I don't need a card. <laughs> I lost. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No. Uh, what do we? Uh, what do we have up next? What do we got? College football. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Obi, this yeah. is your category. Um, am I? This is, I this is only your category, man. What did you say? Phones. My phone was gonna die, so I had to. Do I sound good still? Yep. Yeah, you sound great. All right. Yeah, you know, college football started today. Lost money. Alrighty. I did not think Dion's kid was gonna pull up in his first game and throw for five. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody did. But also, this kid, dude, Travis Hunter, he played 110 snaps today. He's uh, he's probably the best player in the country. Like, I don't know. Did if- he have a tie to FSU in any way? Yeah, he on the on it was like there was like this two days before signing day. He stiffed Bama, Florida State, and like a pretty much everyone in the country was like, "Yeah, I'm going to Jackson State." Okay. So, but like he was the top recruit in the country, and they were like, "He's like, I'm going to play for Dion." And now, like, in his first ever FBS game, he actually looks like... It was, like, men against boys. Like, it was just... Yeah, he's a... Like, the way that running routes, like, was just, like, a a problem. I was like, dude, a corner can't... Shouldn't be able to run routes like that. What does the TCU team look like? Were they actually a number 20 team... Or where they're just like, we can't leave these guys unranked one year after going to the BCS title game. I don't know. I don't think they should. You know what I'm saying, though? Because when I saw the game, it was more of like, how is Colorado letting them stay in the game? Okay. And 
then it got to a point where it's like, wait a minute, TCU just scored five of their last six drives. And you're like, hold up now. And then it was just kind of over. Like, I mean, they just, they just didn't make enough plays down the stretch, I guess. Colorado now, thought looked good. Unless you're throwing it to Travis Hunter's side and Shiloh Sanders. Everything else just, they, they'll let up 500 yards. So I'm a hater. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm a hater. I was not a fan of the Deion Sanders situation. I didn't find it right to go to a school like Colorado, and which is not a good school for football, right? Great school in general. They do not have a good football program. Go in there and this could, I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm just being sensitive about it, but I didn't like going in there and then being like, I have my own luggage. Like I'm having half of Jackson state, whatever the college's name is. I have half of them transferring here. Um, and like kind of fuck you. Like, what do you do to like the players that obviously aren't going to the NFL, but let's say the guy on the team that is coming into his senior year now, who's been a bench player for three years and he's worked his ass off. He's like, finally, I'm going to start. And then like fucking Deion Sanders comes in, just like brings all these random ass people, not random ass people, but like bringing his son in, bringing like, Obviously, the other guy that you were just talking, Hunter, was it Miles Hunter? Travis Hunter. That's his name. Travis Hunter. Um, I don't know. I didn't, that personally bothered me. And then after that, just like the glazing, bro. Like ESPN all day. It's like, yo, look what Deion Sanders said at this random meeting in the spring. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't fucking care. So I was a hater. I'm still going to be a hater. I hope that's the only win they get this season. I legitly think if the other team, like if the other players can catch up a little bit to their quarterback, running back, wide receiver, cornerback dude, and a couple of, they have a couple of receivers. Their offensive line is not, not good. I don't think, I mean, yeah, they like, yeah, I don't think Shader got like sacked too much, but it was like, you're, they weren't like capable of running a ball, running the ball that well. I thought at least. I mean, they had a stout running back, and I mean, they still probably had like 200 yards on the ground. But like, they were mostly we're gonna pass the ball out wide to our skill players and use our speed rather than we're just gonna we can jam it up the middle when we need to. And I think that kind of makes them like one dimensional because like you're gonna run into like. They may not run into a team because they're still playing the Pac-12. They may not run into like they. I don't know if they play SC. They might, but like if you play in SC or like Alabama or like some of those other programs, it's like they've got talent that's going to match that. Like you know, I kind of hope actually. I retract my statement. I think it would be funnier because what's gonna what's gonna end up happening is 
if they have one loss, they're going to the playoff. That is how the glazing is going to work. One loss or better, guaranteed playoff spot. Two losses with conference championship might get you the four seed just on hype alone. Depends on what Alabama looks like and Georgia and both. I want them to I want them to lose by 80 in the first playoff game. I think that would be funnier. Let them let let them pull a pull a Notre Dame, like straight up. Beat all these random teams. Hype train. Oh, I'm like even let Vegas let Vegas in on the odds. I want the line. I want the like the like this is the official line, and it's like Colorado plus one fifty. Once the playoffs starts, it's like if, to win to have them win this thing plus one fifty. I as like a three seed, and then just let me make a ton of money betting against them. I think they're not playoff team. Well, they're like not- I said though, the the hype. I don't think they're going to lose one game. You think they're going to lose more? Yeah. I don't. You can't just have this kid playing 110 snaps every week and expect. I mean, maybe he can. Maybe he can just go out there and just win the game for your team. Like physically, just go win. But what if he can't? Like then what? Then what happens? Like, Trent, what you got for us? Couple games. I forget oh. who they're playing on their schedule actually. There's oh yeah, large, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry. There's a large gap between uh, like real college ball with Georgia, Alabama, maybe Michigan, um, and then everybody else. So. I mean, it's it's really just a dogfight between the three, and then every once in a while you get a TCU up there who then gets whopped because they weren't supposed to be there. So I, I think that, that could be what Colorado State is, um, just like a second-tier team. And the, the difference between Tier 2 and Tier 1 is, is so large, nobody's going to get in there. Yeah. I mean, I... I can tell you, here might come the, but I can tell you right now they look a fuckload better than the number three ranked team in the country today. They would have gone out there, and if they scheduled Ohio State, they would have went out there and beaten the absolute fuck out of them. What's the score of that game? They won like 23 to 3, but they looked like dog shit. So I think Colorado could have beat them today. You know, and that's like how good are they? Like how good's Bama gonna be this year? Like Tennessee was good today, but I think honestly from what I saw as like a team, they could be legit. But then I also what's Oregon gonna look like? They're gonna have to play them probably. USC. Caleb Williams hype is bigger than the Dion hype. Everybody's saying mm-hmm. he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He doesn't take a snap. So. Bro, you play at USC. Take a meaningful snap 
outside of the Pac-12, where actually the only teams, all they win is like five fucking games. Every other team wins five games, and then either USC, Washington, or Oregon wins like 11. You know, it's going to be a really interesting draft this year with the quarterback situation. Now, um, is Sanders' son, is he NFL eligible yet? Yeah. He's a Jew. Okay. That's my problem, though. I don't, like... I think he'll probably do four years under his dad. What? Yeah, same. That's why I was saying, like, I don't think Hunter's going to go to the draft. Yeah, so I think that... um, this year's quarterback class is inter- <laughs> interesting. And um, Caleb Williams, Spencer Rattler has a big uh, – he's got to figure his shit out. I don't understand his hype at all. How do they – well, I'm saying this is a big figure-it-out year for Spencer Rattler. They, yeah, and so. then he'll find out tonight. In 26 minutes, you're going to find out how good he is because they're talking about Drake May as the number two prospect, and he's on the other side of the field against Rattler tonight. So who is going to be, you know, are you legit, or did you just win two games at the University of South Carolina? Because that's exactly the only fucking thing Spencer Rattler's done. He bombed at Oklahoma. Was mm-hmm. a joke. Was a complete joke, and he still was like, "Oh, dude, I'm grabbed." Uh, dude, you you beat two. You beat Clemson, who doesn't have who didn't have anybody last year. For the first like that was it, and then they beat yeah. somebody. Like, I don't think he's anything. I I wouldn't even. At least we'll see, and. I will be staying corrected if he does come out this year and it's actually worth a shit. But so far, not so good. I wouldn't even waste a draft pick on him if I was any team. Uh, Trent, what do you want to uh, get into here? You want to get into the uh, week one slate or do we want to do the division? Um, I think they're both about the same time. So let's... Let's just jump into divisions. Okay. Start off with your division. The AFC East. East. AFC Beast. Um, I mean, let's... I don't know. Um, I'm obviously going to say the Jets are first. Just being honest. Um, Jets, one. Miami, two. Buffalo, three. New England, four. Jets, one. Because I'm a fan. You put them second. I'm cool with it. I think they're one or two. Um, Miami, good team. You know, can't can't fault that uh really good offense definitely a a threatening offense this year number three buffalo bills i don't i think the bills have been the same exact team for the last three years uh they lost to the jets last year once 
Um, and people say that I was like, oh, Josh Allen was hurt. No, he wasn't fucking hurt. The, the Bills lost to the Jets. And I don't think the Bills, like, the Bills don't add anybody every single year. They added, what, like, 55-year-old Von Miller, like, two, three years ago. That's, like, the, like, who else? They're, they didn't injured. get a running back. Yeah, and they they still refuse to go out and get a running back. Their quarterback is good. They actually got rid of their running back. Yeah, exactly. Like, they needed Zeke Elliott. They needed Dalvin Cook. They got neither. They need Jonathan Taylor. They're not going to get him either. So, I, I don't know. I'm not buying the Bills hype um, again for the, what, fifth season in a row? The Buffalo Bills are the Super Bowl champs, right? Probably fifth season in a row. Yeah. Are we still on this wave or are we off of it yet? Because I've never, the, the thing about me, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've never been on it. I've never won, it's never once come out of my mouth that said the Buffalo Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Every single year, and it went for all five years of college for me. Oh, dude, it's the Bills this year. It's the Bills. It's the Bills. It's the Bills. It's about every single year. Give it a rest. We're done with that. So they, they're a good team. They're a good team. Um, they're going to compete like they normally do. Um, but I, I'm not convinced by their defense. And they would have lost to... Um, Miami last year if Miami had a quarterback in a playoff game that wasn't Skylar Thompson and then uh, Cincinnati put him in their place I that's think all I gotta say they they were the second best team in the AFC like it was oh man like if we were a couple plays away from beating the Chiefs they were 13 seconds from beating the Chiefs. 13 yeah. seconds yeah. over. And now Joey B's here. And I don't know if the – I think their time might have run, or at least for the core at least. It might have run out a little bit. I don't think it's – I don't think it's going to go I, – I don't, I don't think they're going to win the division. They might. I don't know, though. I don't think so. I think the Jets are going to win the division. It's probably going to. So I think it's pretty unanimous. I mean, we have we have money on the Jets' uh, future, but um, they can go one or two, as you were saying, and then Miami is the other one or two. I I mean, I personally have the Finns taking it. I think Tua stays healthy. I think they figure out the concussion shit, um, get him a little more protection, get him a bit of, a different helmet. Right, so that he stops wailing the fucking ground, um, and then bills are yeah, bills are slated at three uh, because they've uh, through the off season, as you've been saying, take lateral moves and maybe even steps back. Right, they lost Brian Dable, which was the quarterback whisperer to the uh, Giants, and you see Daniel Jones progression. So with Josh Allen losing his quarterback whisperer. We saw it all, all this year. He was going back to pressing all the buttons, trying to make plays, forcing plays, and it didn't work out very well, especially in the red zone. 
And that's where you get your points, right? So um, I don't think they'll convert as, as many points as they're projected through Vegas. I don't think they'll get enough wins. Um, and then the division, they might split everybody. They might get swept by Miami. They might get swept by the Jets. And then if they split the Patriots or win both the Patriots there, that's still not enough, right? I mean, even looking back on last season, like the Jets played, they beat the Bills, and then they were, again, Mike White not cracking his ribs away from beating the Bills a second time. And not only say they split, it's division, right? Like how they do the schedules. They're playing the NFC East, I think. Like, the, isn't it how they do it? Like, the AFCs will play the NFC East. Like, all the teams, like, they'll match schedules. It switches every year. No, I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, like, this year they have the NFC East kind of thing. Like, with the AFC. Because I know sure. they're playing, like, the Cowboys, Giants, and shit like that. And, well, like... The Jets are playing the Giants, too. So, maybe yeah. it is. I don't know. Here come the... You got another couple tough games. You're not... You gonna beat Philly? Nope. Dallas depends on if Dak wants to play anymore in the NFL, NFL or, not. or not. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Or if or Trey if Lance, Lance is gonna take, take home, you know. What do we want to do? NFC East. Sure, that was a good bridge. Okay. Um, Trent, start us off here. Um, just zipping through it here. Eagles are going to continue to show their dominance. Um, uh, and I think the Cowboys could also make noise. So Eagles clear cut one. Cowboys and Giants are two or three. I could be talked into either one. And then Commanders with Sam Howell, um, just in, you know, Last in the division. Uh, sorry, Poff, but I, like it's not close, right? With with the talent that each of those four teams have on paper, the Commanders are dog. Cowboys are significantly better in terms of the defense. Eagles are clear cut number one for their defense and offense. Giants can make waves as long as Daniel Jones continue to do what he did last season. Um, they have Saquon again for another year. I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are sleeping on uh, Jalen Hyatt, the first rounder for the Giants. Okay. But if he turns out mm-hmm. uh, Danny Dimes got a deep threat more than what he already has. I mean, I'm not saying they have like too many targets, but I mean, if he's good, they're just going to keep getting a little bit better. And I really don't think I think Dak is so fucking bad, dude. I really think he's just not going to do it. I think his time in Dallas is done. I think even Jerry Jones, who I don't know. I don't know how he hasn't got rid of him yet just due to injury issues and lack of performance in the playoffs. But he's starting to come around and be like, all right, 
this guy, we got to get go. We got to, if we're going to win something, he's got to go. And he already said that, like, they're not against going after a quarterback in the draft this year. If he doesn't pan out. And then they've already traded for Trey Lance, whatever. If he's good or not, who knows? <laughs> Trade for him. And yeah, then the fourth string quarterback you cut does exactly what you said, Glock, and throws for like 400. Um, all right. So I'm actually going to say Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. Redskins. The reason why has nothing to do with the Cowboys offense. I think the Cowboys defense is top five in the NFL. Um, The Eagles got a really good draft pick in that Jalen Carter kid, but I think their defense as a whole took a step back. Um, People are seeming to forget that one rookie D lineman is not going to translate to the stuff that you lost. The Eagles are still going to be really good. I think both teams end up having like two to four losses. Um, I just have the Cowboys edging them out. Pause. Um, with the uh, with their D pause um, <clears throat> on that side of the ball, I think they're they're better, and I think that. Like the like the Cowboys beat the Eagles last season in the regular season. I don't want to hear shit about oh we didn't have Jalen Hurts. Like fuck off. Like you you still had a super team everywhere else. Um, <clears throat> and I think that it's still the same game. I mean the the Cowboys game plan for Jalen Hurts like still the same game. I I don't like that that narrative sometimes. Watching that game, the Cowboys beat the Eagles. Um, and that tends to happen in when those two teams face off it, in the regular season. It tends to be the Cowboys taking the win. The Giants, though, don't sleep on them. I think exactly what Ovi said. Jalen High is very good. He had a very good preseason. He cooked sauce oh, yeah. and they played the Jets. Um, it was just that uh, whoever the backup quarterback was made a shitty throw. Uh, and then, <clears throat> so that's that's pretty good. Hey. Considering, yeah, the Giants also added Darren Waller to help yeah. out. So, you have a couple going, guys you can throw to. Something's going on down. Yeah, down there, and they I need think to that figure it out. The same three teams make the playoffs out of the NFC East, though. I think. Um, the Giant, or no, I think the Cowboys' defense, like, that's also part of the reason Jerry Jones was like, he's kind of got his foot on the pedal a little bit, because he was willing to get rid of Zeke, who was part of that, they brought, I think, didn't they bring him in together, Zeke and Dak were mm-hmm. together, they brought him in and it just didn't work out, and it's like, Zeke's gone now, your time to step up, like, we're willing to get rid of you, and I don't think he has the patience to waste his youth and talent on defense, especially while they're still under rookie deals. Mm-hmm. But then he knows, he knows pay time's coming, especially for, I mean, I'm not really up to date, but, but it's like, when are you going to have to pay Micah Parsons? And he's probably going to be the most expensive defensive player in the NFL. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Same year, pretty much. They're both on rookie deal. Like, 
Payday's coming. Let's uh, let's move on to the AFC North here. Uh, Ovi, I want you to start us off. Trent, I'm going to have you go last. Detroit. AFC North. Oh, wait, AFC. There it is. I thought you said NFC. Um, dude. I want to say the the Ravens. I think I feel like the Ravens might be the division winners. I think Lamar is upset and like feels a little bit disrespected. And he's just going to be like, all right. You don't think I'm one of these guys? I'm going to show you. And and he's probably going to, I think they're going to get it. Maybe a deep playoff run. I don't think he's going to get hurt this year. He'll maybe run the ball less to try and prolong himself throughout the year. I don't think like, yeah, I think like he'll be, he might take a dip in like running stats and stuff like that. But just to try and preserve. But I think they're going to win the division. I think maybe the Spangles just kind of slip a bit. Like in the regular season, kind of. But who knows? Yeah. I'm going to say up two. And then the Steelers. Are... I'm going to say Steelers won. Shout out my boy Trent. Um, Number two, Ravens. They might finish on the same record. Number three, Bengals. Number four will be the five and 12 Browns. Yeah. Bengals and Bills. Dog fight for the wild card. The DeMar Hamlin redemption game. Pick six to win it. Doug. I would stop watching football. To wait, no. Moss is T. Higgins for a pick six. All right. Uh, so that's crazy. Um, I have the exact same layout as Aiden. Steelers won. Strength of schedule, they are listed eight. They have the easiest schedule, one of the easiest schedules, and the easiest schedule within the division. And then you go Ravens, who will likely tie the Steelers, so right, right on the money there. The Steelers are going to be the number one seed because they win more divisional games. They it's just, that's that's how it works. Um, Lamar is probably MVP. Let's just get that out in the air. Um, he just got paid. He has nothing to worry about. The team's going to go on his back, like Ovi said. That was it. So all, he, all he wanted was money. Now he has money. So he'll probably and rush. Listen to him. And got, I mean, you could say Odell's help, but they at least tried to pay some wide receivers for help, finally. Yeah, they have so. a healthy Rashad Bateman. They have uh, Zay Flowers. Um, it's going to be good. Zay Flowers I mean, is good. Yeah, so 
uh, he's probably going to rush for, I don't know, another 1,000, 1,200 yards, and then throw 438. Like, the offense is going to run through him. Um, and then they're a running back by committee where he is also a running back. Uh, then we have the Bengals taking another lateral move. They lost Jesse Bates to the Falcons, which was a crazy loss. Why would you let that happen? That's your cornerstone of the secondary. Um, they let Eli Apple walk, which was a great move by them, but now they need corner help and now they need safety help. So in general, if the, if the D-line can't get to the quarterback fast enough, they're going to get cooked. They have a high-powered offense to keep up with the lack of defense, but it's not going to be enough. And then you get some turmoil from T. Higgins because he also now wants to get paid. And then he might get drafted before the deadline because you can't afford two wide receiver ones. Traded. Can't happen. Mixon took a pay cut unless T. Higgins also takes an aggressive pay cut to let Jamar Chase get the bag, which is crazy. Then you're, you're, you, you have uh, a, a locker room that is so up in arms with your receiving core that now they might drop a couple few balls on, on purpose, right? Which is, uh, well, it's team sabotaging, but whatever. And then uh, the four and 13 Browns um, take another violent step back. Um, Deshaun looks like uh, he's going to be okay, but. Looks like he needs a massage. Yeah, like. Whenever he stepped foot onto the football field week 12 on, it just didn't look good. He didn't know the playbook. He has yeah. a whole offseason to learn the playbook. But then again, like he's not going to be the Texans' Deshaun Watson that we knew. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know how long he's been in the league. I think he's 27, so he's younger. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a – He's old. He might be older than that. Yeah, maybe. He's not a – I'm not a Kevin Stefanski kind of guy. Um, I'm all, all four younger coaches, uh, no disrespect to Pete Carroll or, or Bill Belichick, but, um, you know, younger, younger coaches will run the league. Sean McVay, right? Um, that's, that's what I got on, on my division. I think one of my favorite things about watching football every year is watching the Browns lose for me. Um, I was a big Baker Mayfield guy, um, so I kind of rooted for the Browns a little bit when Baker Mayfield was there. I still like Baker Mayfield. I think he plays with fire. Uh, he plays with passion. Not a lot can be said about most of the other players in the NFL. And I think turning your back on him after he's the one successful quarterback you had in 20 years we want to say uh, after he took you to almost a Super Bowl, like very, very like a flag or two away from going to a Super Bowl. One play away. Yeah. Against the chiefs in the, in the divisional. That was, that was the best Browns team I've ever seen. And they mm-hmm. say, um, head coach, you're gone. So then Baker has three head coaches in the, uh, three four years he was there. You can't you can't succeed. Like yeah. That. I hope the Bucks do well. I feel Honestly. like I feel like 
Baker deserved more of a chance just because, like, in his two biggest games, I would say, in his career, like, it's, it's literally been a play. Like, he yeah. lost to Georgia, and he could have went, took Oklahoma to a national title and, and OT. Like, and then every other time an Oklahoma team plays, like, the SEC, it's like, it's Slaughterville. Like, they get killed by 80. Baker then, Mayfield is a dog. Yeah. This is a good like, bridge to I, NFC South. I don't know if yeah. he's... Yeah. I don't know if he'll be able to get it done there, but... Um, I'll start us off. I will honestly go Bucks one. Um, I think they have the team compared to the NFC South. Two Falcons. Sneaky. Three Saints. I it, the Drew post Drew Brees Saints haven't done it for me, bro. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like these dudes are trash. And I get, yeah, you had Jameis Winston. Like now you have Derek Carr. It, I mean, best record scenario, eight and nine. The Saints, absolute best, eight and nine. They might win a cool game somewhere. Like they might beat somebody. I don't know their schedule. Um, number four, Carolina, bro. The rookie QB class ain't it. They're gonna go like three and fourteen. They might be the three and fourteen team. So um yeah, I think the Bucks have the best team in in what is now a weak division, unfortunately. Because it used to be not a weak division. It used to be a dog fight. Now it's now it's a weak division. And Trent, I'll have you go next. I saw you shaking your head a little bit, so hear what uh, you have to say. Yeah, the Saints are the are the most complete team in that division. You have Dennis Allen taking the helm. He's a defensive orient oriented uh, head coach. He was the defensive coordinator for the Saints uh, when Sean Payton was there. So the defense won't take a step back. They have an, uh, an upgrade in Derek Carr, who's yeah. maybe two steps behind Kirk Cousins. Um, in that kind of like, yeah, relax, relax. He hasn't won any big games, just just the same as Kirk. And he's Kirk's won one. Um, Derek Kirk's Carr's legit. Similar, similar archetype. Um, they get Kamara back after six weeks, I think. Uh, so I think the defense is going to keep them in, in some of these games. They have Michael Thomas back, who's arguably racist because he didn't play um, when Jameis Winston had a chance to start. He played when Drew Brees started, and then now he took a step back, right? And now he's coming back for the field. Like, yeah, Derek I'll play Carr. for Derek Carr. So, I mean, come on. Um, I thought about that, actually. Uh, and then... Well, he did have three black quarterbacks in college. 
Okay. All right. Did they try to get him killed at all? Like, uh, you know, nope. in the middle. Nothing? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really remember too many plays specifically from that regular season. But I just know when they played Alabama, he was not getting killed. He was, um, he looked like why they drafted him, you know. Where did he so, go to school? Ohio State. Um, yeah. Following the Saints, I will have. <sighs> this is tough, man. Um, probably the Falcons. Um, I like Desmond Ritter. Uh, Bijan, I don't know. Um, Kyle Pitts could be a Kyle Pitts kind of year, and then Drake London. I can name one person on the Falcons, and it's Jesse Bates. So, all I got. Oh, uh, Jeff Okuda, who got injured in in uh, training camp. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna. I didn't. Uh... I didn't follow up on the Atlanta defensive notes. It's all right. I I I follow. Well, uh, my well then, closely. yeah. Well, then there goes um, a lot of hope. Well, I would I say. Mean, they, <laughs> yeah, they have, they have a star corner. They have AJ Terrell, who's very good. Um, and let's see. I have to look it up because I don't even know who's in that division. Uh, Bucks. The Bucks and the Panthers. Bucks. Um, Baker's going to win some games. He's going to show he still has the dog. Uh, but the defense is too uh, too up in the air for me. And then Panthers, I am not a Bryce Young fan. Um, I think he's too small, but whatever. Right? Drew Brees made it. He's six foot. Um, but I think he's – how tall is he? 510 510 Okay. Nice. Um Thank you. he's going to have to take uh eight steps back to see over the offensive line and see the backfield for or see the the second level. Um and if you get sacked there, you you lost 15 yards. That's a that's a drive killer. So any any sacks and it's just game over. Let's move on to, I want to talk about the NFC North before we hit the AFC South. Um, <clears throat> I got Vikings, Lions, again, dogfight, and then Packers, Bears. The Vikings, I don't think, I still don't think they take any steps back every year. Um, Kirk Cousins is still him. Lions, again, arguably becoming a Bills situation where it's like, yo, we won, like, six games at the end of the season. Like, we should be Super Bowl favorites. Um, so let's see what that's translating to. No Aaron Rodgers uh, Packers. That speaks for itself. And the Bears. I mean, Justin Fields is terrible. Like, straight up. He's <laughs> not a good quarterback. So uh, I think they have another like four and thirteen season. I think that's a really mediocre division. Yeah, it's terrible. 
Like, I actually think who else is going to win than the Lions? The Vikings. I'm pretty, obviously, I'm pretty big on the Lions. Um, The Lions, dude, they're good enough now to just win the division and just stroll into the playoff, maybe win a playoff game, depending on who they draw. Because there's some franchises, such as Dallas, they could go undefeated and they're still not going to fucking win a game. So, they draw Dallas or something like that. That's, you know, you can win a playoff game. I actually don't see a reason why the Lions couldn't be the second seed in the NFC. Yeah. Other than, like, all right, so you don't see a reason that they couldn't be a second seed. Are you assuming other than the Eagles, the Cowboys, the 49ers? Well, isn't it divisional top three or top four or whatever? Like, it'll be the division leaders, one, two, three, four. Mm -hmm. The back half. That's why it's, like, I see third. Maybe just because San Fran is probably in that and do some damage, you know. Uh, they might yeah, be better than the just to, to do the rest of this division here Lions, Vikings, Bears, Packers. Yeah, who, who do the yeah. Packers have? They have Jordan Love, Aaron Jones. Um, AJ Dillon, bro. Who do the Bears have? And then they give Justin the Jets. DJ Moore. Keep going. All right, uh, Khalil Herbert. Let's see who else we got. Um, a Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Yes. Bro, you got the Packers. Got that receiver? What Christian Watson? Oh my God. That's it. Aaron Jones. He's going to get hurt. Dillon. We'll see. Oh, you know what, though? Green what do you Bay. want to put on it? The uh, greatest back to grace a football field. Not me say. Jair Alexander says. But... I mean, didn't we already say on this podcast, if you get cooked by Jay Jeff, are you a corner? I don't know. (laughs) Trent, what do you want to put on? I got the Packers finishing above the Bears. I'll do 50. That's that's it? Yeah, I mean, the last time I did a $100 bet, I still haven't been paid for it. Yeah, that, that, that was a little bit. Did oh, I'll do it. Let's do a hundred. All right. Who does the Bears play week one? I don't know. Um, AFC South. This one should be interesting. Uh, you got the. Titans, Texans, Jaguars, and the Colts. Colts. Uh, Trent, 
What do you got? <clears throat> yeah, speed round. Number one uh, should be unanimous. Jags, number one. Stay with me. Texans, number two. Colts, number three. Titans, number four. No hesitation. All right. You're going to need to say something. What, what, what is there to say? Say it again. Jags, Texans, Colts, Titans. Jags are clear-cut number one. Yeah, we know that. Okay. That's not what we're concerned about. Oh, is it the Texans? It's everything after one. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of these rookie quarterback class, I am I, – I like uh, C.J. Stroud. I like him enough to win some games. I think the defense took a step forward um, and will win – uh, a few more games. They probably have a Mickey Mouse schedule. I don't know too much about AFC South schedule. Colts will figure out a way how to win games unless they, the whole team boycotts for Jonathan Taylor, which that might be um, an unforeseen thing against Jim Irsay. And then the Titans just keep taking steps back. They don't make any... Any moves in the offseason besides signing DeAndre Hopkins, which only fills the hole that A.J. Brown left behind. But DeAndre Hopkins is significantly older. So it could be a Julio Jones type of thing on the Bucks, where he sees 40 50% of the snaps. Could, could play 80-90. Who knows? Um, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill is him. Uh, and then quarterbacks after that aren't good. Uh, Derrick Henry. That's all I got. So I'll take the same number one as you. Um, Ovi, are you frozen right now? Yeah, looks frozen. Uh, I'll take the same number one as you. <clears throat> And then I'll go, go Titans. There we go. Obi's back. Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. I think the Colts suck. They're in trouble. Texans actually had a couple glimpses, like taking KC to late last year. Damian Pierce, CJ Stroud. We'll see what happens, I guess. That's my list. Yeah, Jags won. The Colts, if they just signed Jonathan Taylor, would have been number two. But they can't. So I actually think I want to agree with Trent and say the Texans, but I don't know if I'm going to go that far out. I think the Titans are going to win a couple more, just like six games, seven games, maybe. And the Texans just won't be able to do that, I don't think. I still think it's going to be Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indy, Houston. 
I don't think Houston's good. I love CJ Stroud, but like I, I mean, he's not gonna just like magically turn the Houston Texans into a fucking five hundred team. He's Two not, rookie QBs in the same division is cool. Yeah. yeah. Next up. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. Um, Niners. Hawks. And then whoever loses harder, which is going to be the Cardinals. So the Rams and then the Cardinals. Um, yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Stafford's back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah May might be down for what, week one or two? Couple weeks. Sounds like. Maybe. I'll go a little crazier just to give some people something to talk about. I'll go Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. Do you have more faith in Matt Stafford or do you have less faith in Geno Smith? I think the less faith. I think what we're going to get out of Matt Stafford is going to be the same. I think that's expected. Kind of like a Kirk Cousins, sort of. Like what you see is what you get, but in a good way. The problem is, is Geno Smith going to have an all-pro year again? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, They got him a really good receiver in Jackson Smith and Jigba. Pro. Yeah, but is he going to be even be on the field like half the time? Or is he just going to be, yeah, fucking get hurt? He hasn't played. He's barely played a down of meaningful football. In a year, like he didn't play last year at Ohio State because he was hurt with his fucking. Hand I didn't know that. All year, like, is he even? Yeah, is he going to touch the field? I don't know. We'll see. Also, um, I'm very high on the Seahawks running back room. I've been very high on Zach Charbonnet. And he had a pretty good preseason. He looked good. Uh, obviously, Kenneth Walker, and then the guy below him too is really good too. Yeah, I forget his. I forget that. So. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. You're putting a lot of faith into Geno Smith to do that again, and Drew Locke, and their defense still isn't that good. So that's what I got. Yeah, I think it's pretty unanimous. Um, but I'll I'll take your your ladder: San Fran, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. I think the Rams could figure it out. Um, I don't know if they're just going to try to lose games in order to raise their draft stock. This is one year. Where I don't they, think they have picks. They do have their first round pick this year. Okay. Um, so maybe them and Car- the Cardinals see who could lose harder. Um, I want to take the helm on, on the last division of AFC West. And I know exactly where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's speed through this here. 
Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Yeah. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. I will. Okay. There's things that don't change. And unfortunately, Trent, you've been on this side for since the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl. Every single year. And you, you're not denying it. Like every year you've said, no Broncos this year, no Raiders this, no Chargers. It's, I'll give you the rest of the division. I'll bump everybody down one, move the Chiefs up. But different, different, Chiefs are a different level. Same with the Eagles. I mean, I took the Cowboys, but I think the Eagles are, like, them and the Cowboys are going to have the same record, similar record. Even the Eagles might win their division. The 49ers, different level. Like, it's just like, there's levels to it. The Chiefs are at that. I feel like the Chargers could be entering a Bills phase. Whether they're like whether they're gonna have the point like at some stage soon, they're gonna have to be like, all right, we're either legit or we're just gonna lay down. And I think this year might be the beginning of that. Like we Did need they to fire their coach. I don't. I don't know, but I know they. I mean, I know new OC. Okay. So let's look at this. We all sat and watched that game on our first episode of the podcast, right? Twenty-eight points, twenty-eight nothing, was it? And. I did, oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're already in their Bills phase. Mm-hmm. I think they're good enough where it's like, yeah, I mean, why is the, like, every single year, it, it'd be like the Chargers and the Bills are in the AFC Championship every year, and the NFC is the Cowboys and the, I don't know who else, 49ers, I guess. Is that another heights up team, kind of? Like, but it's not that ever. So, I think you're right, Ovi. Yeah. You lose a 28 point lead to a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs, and we're only in the playoffs because the team that they had, like that, their division was trash. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> That's you don't fire your coach. I don't know. They're going to have to figure it out soon. I think this year it's really, they're really putting into it. Yeah, they're, they're re, rebirthing their offense. They brought in Kellen Moore, who's very good at what he does, right? He did it for the Cowboys. Um, you have Justin Herbert, who can sling the ball. You have a seemingly healthy wide receiver group and just overall team where they struggled through injuries majority of last year, right? Keenan Allen probably saw 50% of his games, which is a huge part of the offense. So if you get them healthy enough, let's say 80% of the games, then they're, they're probably sweeping the Raiders. They might split the Broncos. They might sweep the Broncos and they'll split the chiefs. 
if the Chiefs lose any of those other games, the Broncos or the Raiders, Chargers are number one in the division. That's that's how I'm seeing it, right? So um, you have uh, Khalil Mack. You have, you have a lot of a lot of decent guys on the on the Chargers, um, on the defensive side and offensive side of the ball. I'm just maybe I'm a Chief hater, maybe I'm a Chargers believer. You know, I believe in the social media quarterback. I think you're valid in saying what you're saying. I just think you're wrong. <laughs> but you're valid. You make a good point. I'll give you that. Um, all right, so we talked about it. Um, week one, I got the bet against the rookie QBs parlay. I think that's a lock. Yeah. Straight up. Each one of them is going to lose. Was it Richardson, Shroud, Young, and who else? Which is just those three. I think it's those three just starting. I'll bet against Sam Howell just for the fuck of it. I wouldn't do that because that's the Cardinals. Okay. I won't do that. But, I mean, that would play into my birds fly parlay. Yeah, that ain't happening this week. I mean... Let's let's see. The Cardinals would be the odds booster. You have Ravens versus Texans. That's going to be a, a cakewalk. <laughs> there is no one on the Cardinals anymore. They, they flew in Josh Dobbs, the rocket scientist. Are you okay? Um, Falcons, Panthers. Cardinals, Commanders, which is the scariest one. Uh, Eagles, Patriots. My God, that's gonna. That's not gonna. Be, don't turn that on, Obi. Do not turn that on. Uh, Rams, Seahawks. I. The only one I'm scared of is the Cards. Take everybody except the Cards. That okay. that counts though, because the Cardinals are like intentionally throwing. Caleb Williams. What are your locks of the week, Ovi? Um, the Patriots. I'm just kidding. They fucking blow. <laughs> Mac Jones is a piece of shit. We should have drafted Justin Fields, but I like the cool. uh, the Eagles after the Patriots. That's my lock. Um, Who are the Bengals playing? Yeah. Browns. The Bengals are going to win. They're one of three wins. Favorites. You know? Philly. Cincy. Kansas City. Do you remember Dang. what happened last offseason with the Bengals when Joe Burrow and decided to miss some time, came out through four picks against the Steelers? Could happen against the Browns. 
I don't I don't know if he's gonna be ready week one with his calf strain. It looked like he is. Okay. So yeah, I mean um, he, I, I saw scary. a video of him taking the field. Joey B. Yeah, and I'm not concerned about their season. Just week one. We we go here at Raging at Sports, we're betting week to week. Things change. That's how I'm so. betting. You ride you ride or or not. Yeah. Yeah, Make so that's those are my also. I like or wait, what's the total? Of that of the Steelers forty niners. Yeah. That's week one? Yeah. That's a wake-up call? Yeah, welcome to the league. Yeah. Uh, I, don't see the, I don't see the over, but I'm going to probably guess it and say it's 38 and a half because that's what most AFC North games are. So it's going to be a defensive game. Um, Kenny Pickett could dice him up. Who knows? Take the, uh, take the underdog in the Jets-Bills game. Probably gonna come out Who's Thursday? Uh, oh yeah, that might be a lock. Nine eleven at MetLife. Oh facts, yeah, actually. Jets on Monday. W. Yeah. That's- yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Who do the Chiefs play Thursday? To start the uh, NFL is the Lions Chiefs. Sorry, guys. Patty Mahomes. Doesn't lose those games. He doesn't lose that first Thursday night. That's why Kansas City. Bet. Philly. Kansas City. Cincy. And that's what I like. Look, it's the storyline. That's that's all I'm going to say, and I'll say it's the Lions winning that game. It's okay. Maybe, maybe I stay away from it. What's the line? I don't have a book. I don't know. It's not, not popping up. I think it's too far away, but I don't know. Obi? Obi's on it. I'm going to guess... Four and a half for the Chiefs. Dare I say five and a half? Pushing it. But Vegas isn't going to give away free money, though. That's the reason. Six and a half. That's Daddy. why. Look, they don't man. want. They they're not going to give the Chiefs anything below four and a half until they play the Bengals or the Bills. Um. Oh, you want to go through the lines real quick? The lines? Yeah, yeah. All the lines. Yeah. Whoa! So it's six and a half Kansas City. Yep. Absolutely free money. Lock of the week. 425. The Eagles are only favored by three and a half. Three. Against who? And a half against the New England Patriots. 
<laughs> Three and a half. Trent, I know you're about to make your mortgage payment next month. Yeah, give me give me the adjusted spread minus fourteen. Oh. Um, the Ravens are minus ten against DJ and the Texans. The Bengals are only favored by two and a half. That makes sense, though. Vikings by six. Overhill. The Bucks. The Saints by three over the Titans. Atlanta three and a half over the Panthers. Whoa. Inville five over the Colts. Whoa. San Fran favored by two and a half against the old Steelers. Oh, that's it? Oh, dude, the Cardinals are a really bad football team. Minus 14? Or plus Minus 14? Commanders. How many? They're, the Commanders are favored by a touchdown to beat the Cardinals. <laughs> Poff is literally like jumping up and down to that. Denver minus four against Vegas. Where the is that game? What? Where is that game? Denver. I think. Yeah. Okay. Chargers minus three over the Dolphins. It's in LA though. Seahawks. I kind of don't care where that game is. I'm kind of with the Dolphins on that one. Three points for the Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. That's all you want, Trent. And Chicago favored by a point at home against Green Bay. <laughs> Ew. Right away. <laughs> I'll take the Packers. <laughs> the Seahawks favored by five against the Rams. Um, and Dallas favored by three and a half over the Giants in MetLife, I believe. That'll be a tough game. At MetLife. And then on Monday night, both road teams for Vegas. Vegas has both road teams coming into Jet Life and beating them. So Dallas is favored by three and a half and Buffalo is favored by two and a half. Take the Jets. What did I say a couple minutes ago, Trent? 9-11? No, take the underdog in that game. Yeah. Um, couple things that stand out to me is that Seahawks five plus five or minus five um no Cooper Cup. Yeah, but five is a lot. Uh the commanders, are they do they score enough points to cover a seven point spread? That's a tough question. Eagles minus three and a half. 
That's free. That's a dumb That's line. free. Something's wrong. That's a t- terrible line. Vegas that knows something. Money. Do the Patriots have one quarterback on their roster? And he's a fat lard. He ain't going to get it done, bro. Eagles by 70 points. Trent, is there anything that stands out to you? Nothing really besides San Fran being favored, but I I get it. Right, They just made a deep playoff push, and they were quarterback away, um, and they almost won the game. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm still taking Steelers money line. I just has has to be done. It's it's San Fran at Steelers, so they're you know might that might be a double renegade kind of game. Yep. All right. Well, does anyone have anything else to add here? Uh, not for me. Besides Patriots, one seventeen maybe this year. You know, we might be I in the only hope. Caleb Williams. Well, I think that's it here, guys. Thank you for tuning in to yet another beautiful episode of Raging at Sports. Uh, if um. You enjoyed the episode, let us know. And uh, until next time, uh, hopefully all your bets hit uh, on Thursday night, and then we will be back Saturday. Maybe we change the date of our podcast now, given football season. That would make more sense for everybody, and also we can get Cooper involved too. But we'll figure that at a later date. But until next time, guys, Trent, close us out here. Uh, birds parlay. Can't lose. All the birds. See you guys.